<clears throat> I'm just spamming pictures right now because it's um, <clears throat> pertinent to, I, I suppose this is probably what I'm going to have to talk about because I have not been playing very many games. <laughs> there are worse things. Some of those are pretty fucking amazing. Have you been doing these, uh, Ben? Yeah, these these are all my stuff, which I also thought I was like, what a great thing to talk about on a non-video podcast is all the visual stuff that I've been doing. Well, you can post them in Discord. Um, hey, one, uh, you know what? We're just, we're just, we're just, let's just fucking roll with this uh, as I stumble over my words. Um, episode 264, the one where Ben does art. <laughs> potato, potato, thumbs podcast. Potato, potato, thumbs podcast. It's Fluffy and the Admiral playing with their fingers. Uh, what what program are you using? I'm I'm intrigued because I ditched uh, Adobe Suite. Um, are you, do you have Android or um, PC or Apple? I am there, drawing man. on an iPad. Ah, oh, my brother-in-law <clears throat> does that, um, or not brother-in-law? My sister's boyfriend. Mm, boyfriend-in-law. Um, <laughs> drawing on an iPad using Procreate. Okay, yeah. So you're Which, that's it's like Photoshop, basically. Yeah, it's the same shit he does. He's um, he actually has been doing a lot of fucking shit, man. People really like his stuff. He gets featured on Reddit a lot too, like his art does. Oh, that's cool, T boys. Yeah, man. It's funny because like when I bought my drawing tablet, I totally had the option to buy an iPad or a tablet, and I bought a tablet. Uh, thinking that the iPad was limited, and then I met him and see the shit that he draws on his iPad, and I'm like, holy fuck, dude. <laughs> and now seeing what you're drawing on your iPad, um, it's pretty rad. Yeah, from what I can tell, um, most of the people that are doing drawings on tablets are just using Procreate on an iPad. Yeah, because it's this is what amazes me. You spend all this money on a draw on an iPad, right? Hundreds of dollars, if not in the thousands, right? Procreate is in dollars. And <laughs> I'm used to like, oh, let me get Pro Tools for hundreds, if not thousands of dollars. You're like, oh, yeah, 10 well, bucks that was the thing, dude. Have it forever. That's why I, I, I just linked the profile if you have Instagram. Um, that is why I dropped Adobe Suite because it was like 50 bucks a month or some shit like that for everything. And uh, it's expensive, man. Really fucking expensive. So I, th I think I've, I've posted everything worthwhile mm -hmm. in here. Um, I've been so if you've noticed a theme about how all pretty much all of these look like tattoos, it's because that's what I'm trying to do now. 
try and get into tattoo work? Yes. I have um a month left before I need to um have my portfolio ready. Nice. So um I have so artists really good look at it. So did you buy so for people that, that don't aren't privy to this but are interested, uh did you buy a top of the line iPad to do this drawing? I bought Did you buy like the newest one or did you already have one or like what's what's the requirement? I bought an iPad I bought an iPad specifically for drawing. Okay. Um, but I also am not a fool. I always buy refurb stuff when it's expensive. So I got I, I don't remember exactly which one it is. It's a big one behind me. I know this does not play for the audio listeners, but it's not the yeah, small it's a big iPad. one. Yeah. Um, but I figured, you know, that's like the only time when your your tablet size really actually matters is if you're drawing on it. Um, that and the Apple Pencil was like six hundred bucks. But okay, that's I mean, granted, it's not nothing. It's not a small amount of money, but it's also not like insane. Um, also, though, I'm well aware that like the the iPad is great. Like if you are already a tattoo artist, if you are trying to get an apprenticeship, the iPad is not great because artists don't want to see a bunch of iPad drawings. They want to see you like pull a clean line with a pen and prove that like you can pull a line without it being wobbly and crappy. Yeah, yeah, because so, you can. So the reason they saying that is because you can set up your settings to like auto correct all of your strokes and all that other shit. Yeah, in, which in matters tablets. a lot more. Yeah, it, I feel like it matters a lot more on tablets because there's a like paper and pencil has more grip than glass and plastic. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like it's just it wiggles a little bit. Well, just it. But the the I can say as someone who like prefers drawing with ink and um paint um on on paper uh drawing on on tablets is different um Mm -hmm. especially when you have already honed in the skill of drawing a really fine precise line like it doesn't translate one-to-one to to a tablet you know um or if or like on my tablet that i have um there's a couple spots on the screen where like you just doesn't follow exact, you know, like I, if I get to that spot, I'm going to have to move it around. And that's more, that's more a technology issue. But the point I'm making is you have, there's those, those bugs, those weird things that you have to also take into effect or take into account when you're doing your art. Yeah. Mostly what I like, like advantages of the tablet um, being able to draw over top of a sketch and just immediately be like, okay, then turn the sketch off and I'm good. You don't have to trace through paper or get a light yeah, table. Or layers like are that. nice. That's awesome. Yeah. And then being able to test out techniques or like, like I will go through and shade something like three or four times until I find the way that I like doing it, mm-hmm. the way that looks best. <laughs> and then it's like, cool. So I'll draw stuff on the tablet and then I will. So usually the 
preferred method is I start on paper with pencil and do my sketch and then I will scan it and do all the line art in on the tablet and basically do like a mock-up on the tablet so that way I have a good reference when I go back to paper to be okay this is how I'm going to do it I already got all the kinks out of it I don't have to like go through and mess up my line art by doing the shading wrong and then redo everything again so it's a good little back and forth that's funny in the early 2000s um when we had when we had photoshop and no illustrator um when i would create t-shirts for like the car clubs and stuff like that uh what i would do is i would actually draw out the black and white lines on paper and then take a photo or scan it and then bring it into Photoshop and then retouch up the lines in Photoshop. And then that's how I would make the the design. But I totally, totally do it exactly what you're doing. Yeah. Like your way is, all way, you know, technology is way better. What's that? Well, all the failed, all the failed astronaut shirts were yeah. the that way where like I would do the whole drawing on paper and then scan it and go into Photoshop and painstakingly with a mouse use yeah. the line yes. tool and like make a vector of it. Yep. Our, fir- our first potato thumb shirt was actually done all with a mouse and a laptop at my kitchen table. Like the whole thing was drawn with a mouse. It's brutal. It is so yeah. brutal. Like I, I love being able to use the Apple pencil and be like, okay, it's just recording like the stroke so I can scale this up to infinity in theory. <laughs> I, everything I, I really exports to Adobe really well too, which is nice. Yeah, I think I, I think that I messed up buying a tablet that hooks to the PC versus buying an iPad when I when I bought my stuff because I think having to have cords with you everywhere and a PC to run a software versus just being able to grab it and just draw wherever you are. Yeah, just yeah. sit on the couch, turn on a show you don't actually need to see, and then draw. Yeah, yeah, I think you know I didn't believe that 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 the technology was there yet. I thought Wacom was basically the only way to go. Um, how, how long ago was it though? Uh, I bought this. I bought this when Khan did our first logo. Cause I was talking to him about what he was using. And I went with the, the same tablet he had at the time. Maybe. What do you think Rob? Like three years ago, four years ago, four years ago, probably since yeah. we're into year six of this. Oh, yeah, I suppose we are into year six. Yeah. Yeah. So it's probably like four years ago, three, four years ago, somewhere in there. Okay. Cause like the, the Apple pencil was like 2015, and, you know, it takes a while for them to work all the kinks out of it. So I would say, yeah. Make them might have even been like a very competitive option at the time. It probably still is. No, I'm he, not he, with everything. Yeah. When we were talking about it, he said something, but I'd immediately dismissed it because I was just like, ah, I don't want to have like an ipad come on man (laughs) yeah yeah well either way nice um when the show goes live will you post some of this art in um the potato thumbs if you're okay with it because it's really fucking good dude i think people should see this shit yeah i really like the line work on the fox so it's funny because some of this stuff i purposely do not post um like the fox the tiger and the panda um mm-hmm. well, the tiger that's like head on with the knife going through its head and i don't post those because that's stuff that i'm getting on myself 
Yeah, um, I, 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 makes sense. I, I, but, dude, I feel like I've seen this fox before. Did yeah, you? Yeah, I've been working on that one you, for a long time. I feel like okay, you shared it with it us is. in uh, another chat. Uh, I've seen the uh, the Hogan Savage one, which I I love. I, I didn't know you shared that with me because I thought it was absolutely fantastic, and you nailed it. Yeah, the so line work is pretty amazing, stuff, man. Um, it's like the sheep wolf pentagram thing is like for a client, and then I think that's the panda thing. It. Did you use a mirror? It looks like you used a mirror image, so you drew drew half of it, and then I copied the other half as you're drawing. Yep, that's the other sick part about tablets is if you need it to be yeah, perfectly symmetrical, it just does it for you. Yeah, awesome. um, it's really it's really weird though coming to that point, like when you have to draw to that exact center point. It's it's a little bit of a learning curve, like when you're using that functionality, isn't it? Oh yeah, doing like a curve that that meets up in the middle is crazy. Yeah. Um, I, yeah, yeah. Oh, I you got, got the, the panda, panda tattoo. Fucking yeah. rad, dude. On my knee, that which awesome. is, ooh, baby, that's a spot. <laughs> yeah. yeah, man. Still yeah. tattoo free over here. Haven't figured out. I like, I'm not you, opposed to them. I just never have gotten one. Did you ever get oh. close to your wrists or, or, uh, any of your arm bones at all? Yeah, so you know, you knew, what you, you yeah, like, dude, this shit right here, like, you knew what the fuck you were getting into when you did your knee. <laughs> Honestly, the worst part I've had, I just got more work done on my sleeve um, on Tuesday, was the yeah. back of my arm. Like, right? No, I think this right here. I think, I think this fucking inner armpit shit. Uh, yeah, I'm not like going when, that high, dude. <laughs> when they did dude when they did that to me i felt like they were going like a foot down my rib cage dude like oh, he was God. just do he was just doing this inner arm part and like he would draw a line and it felt like it was below my actual armpit <laughs> just radiating down your entire yeah, side like it was fucking it's, it's weird not fun. like that this stuff in the in the back yeah yeah that all yeah, felt like they were yeah. in my armpit so i can imagine yeah, like, yeah this stuff yeah. in there yeah, it's like that spot in the back of your arm where somebody would sit behind you in class and pinch you there, and it just hurt mm -hmm. like crazy. Yeah, I was like, "Yep, that sucked. That was that was big suck." <laughs> it's every uh, yeah. Every time I went in for a session after he did the lower part of my arm first, and then like the the lines for it, and then just slowly worked everything. But every time I went in, he redid the black rocks at the bottom of my wrist every single time. Was doing How that thin that part piece? of the skin. Oh fuck, man! At at least at least ten years old, if not. Well, that's good though longer. because it's it's still black, black. Which... Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it still looks good. It hasn't been touched up. Like his cut. Yeah. He he does a good job of not blowing out lines and not scarring up tissue. So his colors like you stay. Can see, all of this is like fady, like a lot, and it's fifteen years old, but. Yeah, it's not black anymore. It's all that like blue thing that happens to Latino people. I don't know if that happens to everybody. I have noticed that like Latino people, I'm just like, oh, your tattoos look blue after a while. Mm, my grandpa's nice. did that. And he was not a Latino guy. So there you go. <laughs> did he do it with ink and a pen when he was in the Navy? <laughs> yeah, he had some. Uh, he was in the Navy. He had some he had some tattoos. 
feel yeah, like every old Navy guy has blue tattoos. <laughs> you serve right after, during World War II or right after? <laughs> hey, you got the Destiny ship. Oh, yeah, I yeah. like that one. Oh, Rob, you'd like this little guy. Oh, yeah. No, that's the Normandy up there. The Mass Effect Normandy. references. <laughs> All right, I, I have a question. Maybe... No, I don't have a social media presence big enough to start a poll. I'll just ask you guys. Inside of my arm, I have three ideas. Mm. Definitely One draw is, a dick. Yes. Don't fall <laughs> for it. Dick. It's a trap. <laughs> um, one is getting a Reaper from Mass Effect okay. on the inside of my arm. The other is getting a mech kind of in the vein of either Gundam or Titanfall oh. on the inside. Oh. My only qualm with that is that um, mechs are usually on the ground, so I don't know how it would look like just floating in space. Not in Titanfall. I mean, no, they, they can pop up into the air, but most of the time they're on the ground. Yeah, they're Earth, Oh, that's they're right. Earthbound. The operator is sliding I think you're, around. I, I think you're thinking, thinking yeah. of uh, yeah. <laughs> Anthem. Those uh, suits no, are I up in the air. No, I was thinking Titanfall too. Like you know well, where you can beat grapple and slide around. Anyways, okay. What's the third option? Uh, the third option is getting the Starship Enterprise from Star Trek. Blowing oh, okay. up the Not Death Star. Not a different Star. Starship Enterprise, though. No. Blowing up the Death Star. So that way I can <laughs> tell people, oh, I've got a Star Wars tattoo, and then show them and have them. Assuming I'm assuming they will just be livid at the fact that it's that, and then when they're like, "That's, that's not the same thing." Oh, oh, that's not the same thing. <laughs> I love that. Like, I don't know. Idea. I don't know if you saw the, the. Did you watch the same movie as me? Like, uh, yeah, I think I think that I think that you really should not even have an option one and two at this point. Like, <laughs> that's that's fucking right there, dude. Um. The Reaper from <laughs> Mass Effect, little too close to Fluffy's put a dick on your arm uh, design. <laughs> yeah, I, I googled the Reaper from Mass Effect. And, uh, <laughs> uh, I think we need to go with the Enterprise blowing up the Death Star. I do I like that one a lot. I did share Reaper. the uh, that picture that I put in our group chat it was a guy who a, t- a Twitch streamer I follow. He got the uh, mech from God, what the hell is that fucking movie? Know. Uh, Pacific Rim. Pacific Rim. Yeah, the yeah. Pacific Rim mech uh, tattoo. Uh, so he had to definitely put ground in there for it to look, you know, like it's on the ground. But like, and his arms all fucked up because he was wearing a sweater or something. You see the back part of his arm. It's like, like um, wrinkly, goosebumpy. Oh, yeah. yeah, I see that. So it like fucks with the like the look of the tattoo a little. It's funny. So that's disconcerting. I don't like looking at that. <laughs> yeah, no, that, that part is weird, but I like I like the tattoo. As far as the tattoo goes, like whoever did that did a really fucking good job with the coloring. Right. Like I like I, I I like the art style. I like the little hints of color and shade that they put everywhere to make things pop. It's cool. So I right now um the guy that did my knee um been talking to him about maybe getting an apprenticeship which would mean i'd have to quit my job at vans and not make any money doing 
apprentice apprenticing for at least until I can put a tattoo on somebody and not mess them up. Um, but honestly, sounds like I'm fine with that. Like I still have a full-time job. So hoping that I can get this apprenticeship because I compare it to a lot to like working in recording music where it's like, you're just doing art. A lot of time you're going to have to do art that you don't want to do. And it's not something important to you, but I would still rather draw a bunch of roses and skulls than record, like than spend any amount of time listening to music. I don't care about at all. Yeah. Yeah. at least I mean that's I'm, yeah that's the the downside of getting into a thing like that is you got to pay those dues and put that internship in uh but coming out the other end like if you can swing it it's totally worth it cuz you're doing something you love I had a I had a buddy who wanted to become a sausage maker and the internship that uh <laughs> the guy was offering him was like you pay me $10,000 to work for me for a year. And then <laughs> that was, it was, it was like the sketchiest one-sided deal of all time. And I'm like, well, I'm glad you passed on that one, but uh, <laughs> you probably find something on the internet that'll help you figure out how to make sausage in a way that you could make some money off of it. It's like, are sausage makers, do they make that much money? I guess nobody wants to know how the sausage is made. So, well, I think it's sort of a, uh, more of a, just a general like butcher, right? There's a, okay. a decent amount of, you know, you get something from the farm, you got to do something with it. You cut off the good stuff and then make sausage with whatever's left. So that, that butcher industry is still very much alive. I can't remember the last time I've been, I don't think I've ever been to a butcher. Oh, it's so good. I enjoy it so much. Uh, some prime cuts I, of meat. Yeah, I, I'm waiting for Karina to finally move her smoker over to my house, and then every weekend I will just have her smoker out in my backyard and just making finely smoked meats for hours on end, just sitting on the porch. It'll be. So you're saying that once her smoker comes over, you're just gonna line it full of hot meat and sit on the porch and watch it? Yeah, basically. Well, I mean, the meat's not hot until you put it in the smoker, but... No, the meat's hot before it goes in the smoker. <laughs> it's hot on both ends, baby. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> I, um... In light of all the fucking chaos that I've had in my life, uh, I did order a grill, unfortunately, <laughs> this weekend, so... No. <laughs> that's, that's coming. So you got uh, that going for you, which is nice. Yep. Yeah. I mean, I, like... Uh, there's a holiday in September. I don't remember which one it is. Oh, I grill. I grill like Labor I grill Day. all year round. Yeah, it is yeah. Labor Day. I I grill Labor Day Memorial Day. I get flipped. I can never remember which one. Yeah, which. dude, me too. Yeah, a hundred percent with you there. I'll grill on New Year's Day. <laughs> yeah, like it, I grill until the snow falls, and then I move the grill into the garage, and then I just move it out well, of the. Garage. I don't even do that. I just take the snow and push it off the top, and well, then grill. <laughs> so, so the reason that this started, Rob, because that's how I used to do it at my old house, was I yeah. would just left it on the deck. There are times that you will go out there, and the grill is frozen to the deck, not yeah. like the or the grill cover. Like the grill cover is always frozen in the winter, you know. Yeah. So you take it off, and it's like a it's like a hard surface right. you know it does there's no flexibility just to it yeah next to it 
Yeah, you literally you can just it up, there, it up yeah. and, and stand <laughs> it next to it. But more than once, I would go out there, and if the snow had melted at all on the grill cover, like it might freeze to the grill, or it can freeze to the ground if there's enough snow like surrounding the grill cover. Um, so I, I like there was a couple times where I wanted to grill and I couldn't actually access the grill because it was frozen. So I was like, fuck this. We're moving it to the garage. <laughs> My grill doesn't get its grill cover on because uh, certain someones treat the grill cover as a chew toy. Hmm. So I have David to take Hasselhoff. <laughs> yeah, I'm looking at David Hasselhoff, but there's the dog on the, the chair as well. A certain He's, David Hasselhoff keeps coming over and chewing on my grill. Chewing cover. on my grill cover like a real asshole. It's like that uh, hamburger video that his daughter took of him. Only it's a grill cover. I don't know if you remember that video when he was at rock bottom. Uh, He's just hammered, was... laying on the floor, pounding down cheeseburgers, and like his daughter took a video for him to see how close to rock bottom he was. And so it's an incredibly sad video, but. Uh, Clearly, many years later, I'm laughing at it because I'm, I'm a just horrible human being. Like David Hasselhoff being like uh, the equivalent of a raccoon. You're like chasing him away with a broom. Like, get out of here, David! <laughs> Stop biting my grill cover. <laughs> Rob has like you know people set up like intricate traps like to stop squirrels from eating out of their bird feeders. Like Rob has all these like David Hasselhoff like traps on the ground to stop him from chewing on his <laughs> barbecue grill cover. It's a rope with a cheeseburger inside of it. <laughs> the cheeseburgers like spin, so he's like going and he's oh yes, I like this. Oh man, <laughs> the, the box with the stick. Damn Hasselhoffs, get out of my yard. Rob in a full ghillie suit just sitting in the (laughs) He has like like cardboard cutouts of like fake Germans like holding up we love the Hoff signs like to distract him. (laughs) It's like mousetrap. Oh god. Yeah. I'd say I would use my uh sit there with a hose to spray him when he comes into the backyard, but Currently, the hose is not working because the dog uh, chewed through the connecting hose between the house and the reel that we bought so that we could reel up the hose so that the dog couldn't chew on that hose and destroy it. <laughs> so David Hasselhoff did that. Yeah, yeah David Hasselhoff. I turned my head for two minutes and David Hasselhoff came in and bit that damn hose right in half. <laughs> That's the hop for you, man. <laughs> Be chewing on shit in the backyard. He's part rodent. His teeth never stop growing. <laughs> oh, dude. <laughs> so stupid. <laughs> it, is, it, is. it is. But it's what you got to do to keep your grill covers safe. Right. So currently my grill cover is laying on a pile on the uh, the deck. Just waiting for me to put it back on, but I won't. Okay, so David Hasselhoff at rock bottom, still like in decent shape though. Right? <laughs> like a better body than me now, and I'm feeling great about my life. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's fantastic, dude. I like it. So many visual bits are I know, I know. I mean that's about the best art and videos. <laughs> that's the best part about this podcast, you know, it's um we really strive to like do everything for our listeners. Well, you know, people like oh. listening to the podcast while in their car. So I'm just saying, while you're driving along, type in 
you know, into Google David Hoff Hasselhoff cheeseburger and watch the video. What if they have a car that only has Apple search and doesn't have Google? What? <laughs> I have an I have an iPhone. It doesn't do that. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty sure Apple oh. can connect to Google. <laughs> By the way, this throwing this in here, uh, you everyone can go to my Instagram, which is at Debt Ben Malone. You'll know how to spell it because I'm sure it's in the title of the podcast. That's where mm. you can see all the art. By the way, that's that's Except really asking a lot. <laughs> um, the best stuff. That's that's private. <laughs> how the hell did I? How, how long have you had this Instagram account? I can't um, believe I I didn't know about it. A long time. I, <laughs> yeah, I was like, I, it. Well, it was like my real name, and then it was my band's Instagram account, and then mm. it became like my BMX account, and then now it's art. I just keep changing um, what it's about. Got it. So, well, you have you a picture of. Back, What's up? You have a picture of a Boston Terrier on there, so we're friends. Oh, that was my friend, um, my friend Scott's dog. Scott seems like a cool fucking guy. He used to play guitar in my band. It started February 16th, 2014. That's how long I've had this. A fair number of years. Dang, that's weird. Valentine's Day? Did you say 15th? Did you say the 15th? Oh, I think for some reason my head like got the. It was twenty fourteen. The year was twenty fourteen. There we go. (laughs) The year was twenty fourteen. It was two days after Valentine's Day. I took a picture (laughs) of a sandwich. Ben had finally (laughs) run out of lube. (laughs) Ah. He had to go out and do something. (laughs) Instead, you guys just did a show a couple of weeks ago, right? Maybe a month now. Yeah, um, exactly a month. I went to Ohio. And it was for a friend's wedding. Failed astronauts played. And it was very weird because I practiced. I played through the set by myself, listening to like the recordings um, like twice. And then went to Ohio and we ran through the stuff twice as a full band and then played a show. And I hadn't played any of it in like three years. So... At the show, I was like, I'm not going to drink anything. You know, I need to be like on top of myself and be able to play well. And then I drank like a lot. And then it went well, I think, except for um, I tried to walk off stage with like two more songs left. I was like, <laughs> I was like thank you, everybody. And then like I go to there walk will off be stage no encore. <laughs> the band's all standing there like what are you doing and i was like what and like we have more songs on the set and i was like oh <laughs> it's my bad because in, in my defense we had one that was like maybe we'll play this i'm not sure yet and then i was just feeling it. i was like let's do it now and it was supposed to go at the end and yeah that's my bad <laughs> but that's pretty great dude we so we played that show, like I said, drank a fair amount at the show, and then we went up to Cleveland and closed down the bars there. And then we went back to my friend's house, and his girlfriend was so his girlfriend takes Adderall, like medicate, like prescription, not 
abusing drugs, but at the same time, you're supposed to take that stuff in the morning, not at like 5 p.m. So she's just up at like four in the morning and being like, have you heard of this band? 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 And I'm trying to go to sleep <laughs> on my friend's couch after like we closed down the bars and then like kept drinking. So we wake up the next morning, just a mess. And me and my friend Bill uh, had a appointment to get tattoos that morning. <laughs> So, you know, they tell you, like, get a good night's sleep, make sure you're well hydrated when you go in for a tattoo. And we were b both as opposite of that as you can get. But, I mean, luckily it was on my leg, so not a big deal. <laughs> Anything below the knee is fine. Below the knee, above the ankle, you're good. And not on the shin. All right, there's, yeah. maybe there's you're not. You're really just talking about your calf. Yeah, so Anything really just calf. Calf. <laughs> I had to I had to figure that one out, okay? <laughs> but it was a good time. Um I drank like more that weekend than I did in like the entire time I've lived down here. So the like the next night we between two of us killed a 30 pack and probably more. And it was just very funny cuz on Sunday my friend wakes up and he's like I did it again. I'm so hungover. <laughs> <laughs> That's the worst feeling. And it, you know what the cool thing is, Ben? It just gets worse as you get older. That's why I don't drink very much anymore, except for when I yeah. go to Ohio, apparently. But we, we chilled out, got some Chinese food, and watched um, Not E3 on YouTube. So that was good. Just watching some press conferences and like being in and out of sleep for like half a day. Good times in Ohio. Nice, man. Well, that's cool that you guys got to play some play some shows again, or a show. Yeah, play play a show. Well, it's nice when um, the bass player works at a venue, so he's just like, "Yeah, we can just book a show. I'll do it." I'm like, cool. We don't have to like ask really anybody. We just if we want to, we can. Yeah, that's. I used to. Um, I used to wait. So the deal that I had at the the quest was we had to wait till Clear Channel booked all the shows, and then when we were sure that Clear Channel wasn't bringing any in any artists, they're like, "Okay, you can have this date." <laughs> <laughs> That's always, I mean, better than nothing, right? Oh, dude, it was great, man! It was fucking amazing for who I was. So. Yeah, I, for a short time, did some booking with not for like shows for the uh my old youtube channel you check us out at youtube.com slash wolfhouse ohio um has not been active in a long time but yeah booking was simultaneously fun and awful much like this pot and no, i'm just kidding <laughs> yeah right no no that's fair I, I take no offense to that. <laughs> hey, uh, speaking of awful, have you guys started watching Westworld yet? No. Westworld? I watched like season four, half of season yeah. one and was like, I'm good. I, uh, you haven't seen it yet, Rob? No, I, I still have. I didn't finish season three, so I have to work oh. for that. Oh, so, okay. I it's heard amazing. season three was really good. Four is four is fucking Four is checking a lot of boxes. Well, that's what I heard. Okay, it's like, it gets good, 
but then I'm just like, but then I'd have to watch all the parts where people were like, this show is bad. I don't think any of the seasons were bad, dude. Well, is okay. Two can was I rough it? for a little bit, but dude, one and two were different, but they really opened up to three and four. Three and four were pretty great. Um, okay, I, then how about Westworld and not like watch it, watch it? Like, can I be like having it on and listening to it and looking up every now and again while working on something, or do I need to like pay attention to the visuals? I don't know. You probably want to pay attention. Okay. Yeah, it's probably a pay attention. What I mean, about it's, uh, it like builds up to a big reveal every season? Like, what the fuck's going on for most of the season? And then yeah, sort of there's like, a lot of mind fucking that's going on with it. I um, saw what a, Stranger Things. What about Harley Quinn? Have you guys started watching new season of Harley Quinn? Nope. Oh my god, it's so fucking funny. <laughs> um, let me bring up an old show. You okay. guys know the, sh- the show Nathan for You. No, I've heard of it, but I've never actually watched it. Okay, um, essentially, it's just guy a guy with a. This is on Comedy Central. A guy with a business degree came up with absurd plans to help small businesses, and it's very like dry, like deadpan delivery on everything. It's very funny. He does a new show on HBO called The Rehearsal, and I have not laughed that hard at TV in such a long time. Oh, nice. Like absolutely absurd. Um, like the entire premise is that like people are struggling with a life event. So he stages an elaborate rehearsal to have them practice that life event before they go do it. Fuck. Yeah, dude. (laughs) And to the point where he full on one-to-one recreated an entire bar inside of a warehouse down to okay, like, and don't don't ruin anything though, because yeah. I am totally gonna watch this. I was like, that's that's like the premise of it is like it goes that far. Like you want to be like up with how like over the top this is. I showed it to my dad, and my dad, that's show it to somebody who's like not expecting it at all, and don't. Really <laughs> it. It's so funny though. <laughs> that's awesome. But, I, I I'm all about watching funny new shows. Like I said, it's very dry, though. Like, if you don't like dry humor, it might be something that just makes you feel uncomfortable. Especially because it's, like, real people that he's doing this to. But they're all kind of not great people in the first place. I'm okay with it. <laughs> but, yeah, watch that show. Sweet. I've been watching that, and I started Cowboy Bebop. I watched that a while, a long time ago. It's got really good art. Yeah, it was. What was the other one that I watched? It was that and something else that I always that I slept on forever. And I was just like, fuck it. I'm I'm, like, I'm watching all these animes that I've never seen. So, like, I like anime and which is a weird thing to say, because. If you like really like start diving into anime, that's like saying I like TV. Yeah, exactly. There's yeah. so much different stuff. Or like, or like, I like cartoons. Yeah, you're just like, okay, there's a zillion, like... Yeah, yeah. It could be anything. Like, I I watched um, a baseball anime and loved it. And it's, like, very, very baseball. Not animated up. Like, there's no superpowers or anything. It's just 
people playing baseball. It could be, yeah, it could be like the equivalent of like a drama about baseball. I so, mean, that's probably that'd be that's probably basically what it was, right? That's just yeah, done in an art animated. style. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. So it's it's just weird how much like every style of of regular TV, they're just like, yeah, wait, there's an anime of that. Yeah, like <laughs> porn, right? Yeah. Exactly like that, actually. That's how I found yeah. it. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> Baseball porn. <laughs> a lot of people say when you want to get rid of a boner, you think about baseball, not me. <laughs> mm. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> uh, I wonder if there's like uh, David David Hasselhoff uh, barbecue grill cover eating porn out there. I mean, does it say if it exists, oh, there, there is now. Let me show you my tablet, what I've been working on. No, just kidding. <laughs> oh, my God, dude. I'll post that in the discord as well. All right. Well, either way, it sounds like uh, it sounds like we gave people three good TV shows on HBO to watch or look out for. Because the, the two I mentioned Westworld and uh, rehearsal. Yeah, the rehearsal. rehearsal? Yeah. Um, really quick, because I think that this is something that you could actually maybe comment on, Ben. We won't get too far into the destiny rabbit hole today. Well, if not, I also have to pee. So at some point, I'm just going to be like, guys, go. Yeah, on. yeah. Well, you can you can just bounce whenever you need to pee. That's kind of our rules. Um, there was a, a reliable source that leaked that Bungie is doing away with power. And this reliable source has been right has a good track record because that would get me back into destiny <laughs> so what do you think if they I mean, did, if they, if it's only so the the sources say light level disappears the only only level that matters is artifact level so each season it just resets to zero like a season pass i mean it basically does that now anyways right they brought everybody up to a certain amount yeah, yeah, every season they make it less and Ten less levels or whatever. But uh, yeah. I mean, if they get rid of it, that's fine. I, I honestly, with the, the way I've been playing Destiny lately, I don't need light level. Right, my light level yeah. is high enough to play the raid. It's high enough to hold its own in Iron Banner. Should I need to? But Iron Banner doesn't even have light level anymore, nope. does it? It's only Trials and Grandmaster Nightfalls, I think. Spoiler alert, I didn't play any Iron Banner this season, uh, so I forgot about that. But, you played uh, Rift. You didn't play oh, any Rift? I didn't play a single oh, game. Interesting. Um, Wait, Rift is back? Yeah. They brought Rift back. back this season. For Iron it's Banner sick. this season. Next season, yep. it'll be in the normal rotation of game modes. Um, well, doesn't he really making moves for me to play again? <laughs> uh, but, yeah, I... I've never run a Grandmaster Nightfall. Like I haven't either. I well, th that that whole system's fucked though because that whole system is grind, 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 grind. Have two weeks to run Grandmasters. New season, everything resets. Because you the the Ben they they put like a cap to even jump into the Nightfall, like like twenty or thirty light above the actual fucking cap. So you have to like grind the shit out of the artifact to be able to even enter into it, which is. It's 1585 bullshit. is the number right now, and I think yeah. my highest character is 1577 or something like that. Yeah. So yeah, I mean it's it's it, it it's a it's it's dumb. They should just have a contest mode 
that's all I'll really dive into that. Um, um, the the light level thing, like I've said this for a little while now. Every time I think about Destiny, because I love I love Destiny still. Like it's a very fun game, but I stopped playing it because I just don't have the time to put into it to do the activities I want to do. Like my favorite thing about Destiny is raiding. Yeah, I don't have time to grind up to like get my power level up and do all that grinding so that way I can play for two hours once a week. I'm just like, it's not it's not worth it to me. And then for the people that play all the time, y'all are already at the top light level and the only thing you guys are chasing are roles. Yeah. So it's just like, what is the point of even having this in here? Because the people that play all the time don't need it and the people that don't play at all would probably play if it wasn't there. Well, that's the thing. I think that's that's like the big argument with with the high level PVE content right now is uh, most people can't even access it. Yeah, Um, it's like you just have a better player base. Yeah, the raids, the raids at least are better because they bump everyone's light level up and then each season it's only a plus 10. So if you hit max a season before you're you're already raid ready. Um the raid that's dropping this month, which I believe will be King's Fall. Um maybe the, they haven't said anything about it yet. They, they haven't said anything, but could the, be the, the ongoing the ongoing theory. No, it's a D1 raid. They said for sure it's a D1 raid, so it's either Wrath or King's Fall. Okay. But either way, the cap for it's uh the current cap. So you, you don't even have to level for the raid. You, just, you can get your artifact unlocked, but you're already raid ready for day one. Like if I just turned on Destiny tomorrow or whenever this raid drops, I could just go play it and not be underleveled? No, because the new season that dropped two seasons ago, what was it, two seasons ago, Rob, that they bumped everything yeah, up bumped to everyone 13, like 13 and 50. 50. And I think 1570 is now the number, so you'd have to grind up. Well, so fifteen fifty was last season's cap. So fifteen sixty was this season's cap with a plus ten for pinnacles. Fifteen seventy is the max. Yeah. yeah. So fifteen sixty so, was the max last season. Yeah. So you would have to grind a little bit, but it comes really fucking fast, like Let's, a couple days. I start. I I played. Um, gosh, when. Not 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 the Witch Queen. I think it was the one before it. Not not the big one, but like I played like a decent amount, like maybe two or three months ago. Yeah, okay. so you're probably you're probably a little bit higher than thirteen fifty then. Yeah. Yeah. Well, okay. either way, to put to put the Grandmaster thing in perspective, so it's fifteen eighty five to get in, Rob said. I am fifteen eighty seven and I'm a hundred I'm level a hundred and eighty one out of a hundred for my season pass. So I've almost doubled my season pass to get to the light level required for that. Too yeah. much, guys. Yeah, that it is. It is. It's silly. I miss yeah. when Destiny Two was this like pretty casual experience. I mean, because all three of us were D one like diehards. Yeah, and being able to like after playing the game for that long to be able to be like. I can have a casual experience with Destiny 2 and like go play other games because obviously I like video games, not I like Destiny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
So if we can get any semblance of that casualness back, but still have rewards for people that actually want to play all the time, then like I'm all for that. That sounds like a win-win. Yeah, I think in general they're trying to do that. Like it seems like the path they're going down. I've been doing the, pretty much the bare minimum for me lately. Yeah, I mean, really, like for Rob and I, because it is summer in the Midwest, I think is our phrase that we <laughs> yeah. say every week. Right. Uh, you just don't, and you know, you play once yeah. or twice a week. You say that, but you're like, I'm double, I'm level yeah, 200 well, on the yeah. season pass. I, I, I went for Unbroken. 20. I went for Unbroken. So I yeah. played a shitload of, of PvP the last two seasons. I, uh, I just hit. Oh, I'm not even there yet. I'm at level 69 on the season pass. Yeah, you right are. There. But uh, yeah, this whole weekend I've been farming lost sectors each day to finish out my collection. So it's been it's been good. I've got I don't know six or seven exotics that I hadn't had before. So that uh, that's been nice, but. Tomorrow is Helmet, so I should probably finish off that and not have to run Lost Sectors again anytime soon. Well, I ran them for a while while I was up north. I think I said, yeah, I said that in the last podcast. Um, it was funny because I ran a bunch of my Warlock, and I think just due to connection and shit, I didn't get all my prizes from running them. Oh, God. So I logged in. I logged in when I got home. And I opened up Dim, and Dim's like alerting me like your postmaster is full. <laughs> so it's like, oh shit! Like I was running on my warlock, I didn't even realize I was collecting like shit, and I have you know a full postmaster. So who knows how many things I lost while running those lost sectors? Because I, I'm OCD man. Like I don't let shit sit in my postmaster for more than a day or two at the most. Like. Yeah, me too. Well, I'm, when I log in, I clean it up. But yeah, that's the thing. Like, I only leave shit in there if I'm just like, oh, got to go. So I've gone to all three characters now. Uh, both my Titan and my Warlock had the opening video for the uh, season to yeah. play uh, when I logged in. But so let's see. I uh, ran. So four clears to get all of my Warlock exotics. So that was on boots. Four, five. Six, seven to get the arms, eight to get the arms, 18 to get the Titan arms. I took another 10 to get the Titan arms and then another 10 clears today to get the uh, Titan chest that I didn't have. So I'm at 28 legendary lost sectors run in the last three days. And uh, but they've all been earth ones, which are are EDZ ones. Super easy. Easy. Like four and a half minutes is a slow run type deal. So, yeah. It's been yeah, it's it's nice. It's been like good. Them. It's been like solar burn, and today was void burn, but like solar shields that you had to deal with, so you oh, could still nice. run solar solar stuff. And it was just yeah. like, okay, this is going very quickly. That's cool. So. I um, I did get into some bonfire bash with some uh, blueberries who didn't know how to play bonfire bash. Like, I had two games where I got into single digit. Like guys with single digit season passes. Okay. So they're just like logging they on to they, play the solstice. Yeah, like they were just starting. And like one of the dudes didn't even do anything, like 
just like was killing ads in the middle, not doing anything, <laughs> like dunk balls or anything. I was just like, oh, but it paid off because I had one really I had my first one ever go to time. OK, and so you don't get as much silver ash if you right. can't dunk 20 balls. And so like we did not like I was doing all the fucking work and the other two were just useless. And I was just like, well, you know, blueberries, matchmaking, whatever jump into the next one and they were doing the glitch so you can dunk like five balls at a time okay with one with one ball i got 200 silver ash from that one because <laughs> because the guy just did the glitch at the end and it like counted for like 25 instead of 20 or some shit like that that's pretty yeah, rad that's awesome yeah. so anyways and then i says to the guy i says i just don't like people in bands <laughs> Well, how do you feel about solar ash? Hmm. Do you have like speakers <laughs> playing or something? No, my headphones are just too loud. Loud. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. But they, that was basically it for, well, I guess on, was it Saturday night? I was running Lost Sectors and Kingsley just hit me up on Discord. And it's like, hey, uh, we're running Vow and need a sixth. Do you want to jump in? So I just. Jumped in and ran the raid with them. It was incredibly painless. I don't even, you know, <laughs> we barely even talked about what we were doing. One shot everything. I think we were under double digit deaths for the raid entirely with people like jumping off the map. So wow. that's pretty it was, cool. It was a little bit on the goofy side how easy it was with that crew. But yeah, that's basically yeah. been it for my for my destiny playing. Yeah, I just, I, I just, um, we can wrap this, but I just, uh, wanted to get an armor set, a maxed out armor set for all my characters. So I did that. Like I'd run it on my hunter, get the ash on my hunter, go buy a full set for my Titan and my warlock, rolled them all, and then just threw them in the vault. So when I do play those characters, I can still max stat shit. Yeah, an hour and 12 minutes for that raid, by the way, with uh, wow. 11 deaths total. Four of them being Kingsley because he had to switch characters midway through and, like, get a checkpoint. So nobody had more than two deaths on a single character. Nobody knows. The trouble on a single seen. character. <laughs> right. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, so I don't know. Ben, you been playing anything else lately? Or you just been drawn? I played Stray. Oh yeah, how was that? It looks fun. It's not, but it's cute. <laughs> <laughs> um, I mean, it is very much like Cat Simulator. You okay. know, it's a, it is an entertaining thing for as long as you can stand to be a cat. It like I will say, it looks like it's animated super well. Um, it's very amusing. Like you walk up to a rug and the prompt to press triangle pops up and then you just pull the triggers and the cat starts like pulling at the rug or like <laughs> scratching on a couch. And there's a, there's a dedicated button to meow. So like, it's very cute, but, uh, and then like the jumping is all like context sensitive. Cause if you could just like jump up in the air in the middle of nowhere as a cat, it like would look weird. So it's very like Assassin's Creed. You like walk up to 
a ledge and hit X and the cat will like jump up to it. So all the animations for like jumping are programmed to the specific area you're jumping to and you can walk around on railings. If there's anything sitting on a ledge, the prompt to press triangle shows up and you just bat it off the ledge. <laughs> of course. So much like cat simulator. Um, I don't know. I played for probably like 45 minutes um, and then fell asleep on the couch because I'm always super tired. So I kind of want to like, I feel like I haven't given it a super fair shake. I haven't gotten like very far into the game. I got past the like tutorial zone and into like the first big zone. And I know there's like pseudo combat in it eventually. So it's more <laughs> like you have a flashlight and these things are scared of the flashlight. So, but yeah, I played Stray. I've been playing a little bit of um, Spider Man Miles Morales. Mm. How's that? It's more Spider Man. Like if you played the other Spider-Man game, then uh, you can get an idea of what you're going to be doing. <laughs> yep, <laughs> it's like it's basically that. I do like uh, this new thing where accessibility mode is like a thing in every game because I have not played a game where I have to tap a button in forever because I just always change that to hold. I'm just like, nope, I'm. I'm over tapping buttons. I don't ever want to do that again. Just make me hold the button. <laughs> I like That's that a, a lot. Really smart idea. You know, um, the that the or the first Spider-Man game um, that Insomniac made um, is coming to PC. The one that was on PS4 that everyone liked. Yep, that's going to be oh, on nice. PC. Um, let me see. Let me let me act like I'm a real video game news person. It is PC release September 7th. So hmm. about a month. And it is uh, the hot news story has been Steam Deck verified. Do you guys have any interest in getting a Steam Deck? I was a little as someone who likes the Nintendo Switch. I was interested, and then I heard that the Destiny experience is less than great. Yeah. Well, and there is like problematic at release. I don't know if they've changed anything, but like you could actually get in trouble for running it on a Steam Deck. They did. Bungie changed the way that they that they handled that because you would get actually banned. I think. Yeah. Uh, um. They did change that, so now it's allowed. Um, but I heard the controller that might be, I mean, maybe, but like, I I don't, I I, I heard it. I heard it's not great. I mean, I never, I never would have expected you to want to go into PVP with it, but you could probably like do some grindy shit or, you know, like mindless stuff. Yeah. But as long as it runs like, okay, then I would be fine with it. Mostly what I want it for is Elden Ring. Like to be able to just, even though I have it on PS5, so I'd have to start over. But oh no, I'd have to play Elden Ring all over again. Yeah, <laughs> I love People that game. Play that game. Don't seem to be too upset about the idea of playing it more. Oh, it's so good. <laughs> it's so good. Um, I played. I beat it. Yes, I am a video game god. I've I've beaten Elden Ring. <laughs> um, 
Uh, yeah, but did you do it in in a pair of underwear? I wear underwear every day, Fluffy. I don't oh, know if you who know says this. the guy? The guy that 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 oh, who hard... stood up was in his underwear. Yeah, that hardcore is all the bosses in his underwear. So, I I beat the game with um the if anybody listening is an Elden Ring aficionado, pre patch Rivers of Blood, um because I wanted to be a samurai and it was a cool sword and then I found out it was like extremely broken. But I kind of beat it on easy mode by doing that. And then what's awesome is, you know, you level up an absurd amount in that game. And then you can just respec. So yeah. my buddy and I took our endgame characters and grinded out a bunch of levels because there's a really easy grind spot. And then started over new game plus and just respect in before we started over respect into an entirely different build. And I've been doing the game co-op like that. And I just What's have a new build. Um, so the first one was like very like dexterity and bleed damage. Yeah. So you're just trying to like, you know, kill them. It, it, it was so fast, man. It was ridiculous, but lots of dodging. The new one is... Uh, my bro, my buddy is doing strength and magic, and I am doing faith and dex. So actually, no, I have that backwards. He's doing dex magic. I'm doing strength faith. Um, it's been a minute since we played, but essentially, I just stand in the back and have the end game weapon, which you just slash the sword sideways, and it sends a massive river of gold energy that just yeah i've seen people do that to like level damage. up against uh at whatever the there's like a a spot where you can they have a yeah. campfire and you just meditate and come out of it and there's a whole bunch of enemies and you just kill them all with one swipe that's what i did a okay. lot <laughs> some we're still like way over leveled um but we've been going through and you get invaded a lot when you play nothing but co-op that makes sense. Nice, nice. <laughs> the picture. That's a, yeah. So okay. So I didn't. I didn't mean to interrupt, but that's the let me solo her guy. That's that's yeah. the guy from. He is beat. He's beaten every boss, right? He's like yeah. this mysterious character. They sent him. They made an action figure of him, and then they sent him a real sword. So he's holding rivers of blood. I know that, and I don't know what the other one is. It could be one of a few different swords. I'm if I knew who the guy was, I could tell you. And he's also wearing a pot on his head, which is a surprisingly difficult helmet to get. That's just a long quest line. But yeah, we get invaded a lot, and we found out that there's an item called um, a mimic's veil, which disguises you as scenery. So you'll become like a candlestick or a tree or something like that. So what we do is I disguise myself and then my buddy just stands out in the open and baits them in and we'll kind of like get them to turn their back on me. And then I just start spamming the gold wave. I'm like, die, die. So he's the only one actually doing any fighting against a real person. <laughs> but the other person has to constantly dodge my attacks. So I just stand in the background and spam magic at him. It's very fun. Love it. And every now and again he dies, and then I'm like, "Oh, you've you've done fucked up now, because now you have to actually fight me." 
Like I'm, I'm no slouch at that game. It's just more fun for me to stand in the back and throw waves at him. <laughs> so nice. I think it's always a pro- like a rude awakening for the other person when they're like, oh, this guy's just standing in the back spamming magic, no threat. And then I'll switch weapons to something much faster. I'm just like, you're done. <laughs> you're, done. <laughs> you're done. Fucked up now, A.A. Ron. Well, especially too, they try and like use magic against you because a lot of shields don't block magic damage. There's one that does block all of it, so I have that, and I'm just like, okay, go ahead, spam magic at me. I will just continue to block it until you run out of mana, and then I'm gonna run up on you and destroy you. It's it's very fun to play like that. We really only get messed up when people come in with two or three people, and then that's that's bad. But. I'm currently it's it's, it's cool that like that in this day and age online gaming is what should we do? I don't know. Like, um, how about I dress up like a candlestick and we uh, we bait some people in here and then uh, and then beat them <laughs> up. <laughs> Love it. Well, we we stopped getting as many invaders because we're so over leveled and they don't what they don't want is you to match up. Like if I go looking for a fight it takes forever for me to find somebody because they have to level match you somewhere in the range and we're way early in the game and way too powerful. So there's like nobody our level running around anymore. So every time we do run into somebody, it's usually, um, most of the time we will just step on them and break them. Sometimes it's the exact opposite and we're dead in seconds. (laughs) Cool. If you die, do you lose anything? Um, if you are the cooperator, like if like if I were to join your world, Fluffy, and I died, I would not lose anything. If you died, you just come back and run back to your body. Unless you get killed again on your way to your body, then you would lose um, all your experience, and that's it. Is that a big deal or not really? When you're that far into the game, it either can be or like... I mean, you should have your build figured out by then, so you really are just kind of, like, over-leveling for, like, very, very minor gains. But, yeah, at that point, you're just like, whatever. Nice. It's only, like, early and mid-game that you're really struggling with, like, no, I lost all my experience. <laughs> Elden Ring. You should play it, everybody. <laughs> I don't know if you've heard of this little game called Elden Ring. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, kind of a big deal. Not not a game of the year contender at all, but I'm trying to think if there's anything else I've been playing. I played that Bright Memory Infinite game on PC. That was fun. It was very short. I have Game Pass and I haven't like done anything with it in a long time. I ended up, dude, I oh. ended up canceling mine. I do I did play another game. My dad and I have been playing Sniper Elite 5. And that game is fun as hell. <laughs> like, especially like with my dad because he plays games so slowly like he'll play far cry and just move at a snail's pace and snipe everybody so when we're playing a game that's supposed to be played like that it's very fun and i found out that um i'm actually a slower player at that game than he is a lot of times he's just like running in because he's like what are we doing and i'm like i'm there's a guy here i'm waiting for him to come back but (laughs) co-op sniper elite is very fun like I, I thought it was going to be kind of stupid, but um, it's it kind of feels like a more serious take on Hitman. Which, if you guys have not played like the most recent Hitman trilogy games, those are 
masterpiece of game design. They're so fun. Mm. So I've seen silly. videos, but I've never actually played them, but they, they look like they're a good time. So if you do decide to play it, the best way to play those games, in my opinion, is you load into a map, turn off all the hints. Because it'll it it's very like modern game design. They'll waypoint you to like where to go, and like you can follow storylines to kill the people in specific ways. I turn all that off for the first time I run through it, so that way it forces you to go around and eavesdrop on conversations to be like, okay, so that's how I'm going to be able to get in. Like my favorite example of that was I was in a bank trying to kill the bank manager, who was an evil lady, and I overheard a guy talking about how he's been fired but the manager still wants to talk to him and i was like okay so there's got to be a reason for that so i threw a quarter into a room and he's like huh and walked in there and then i knocked him out and stole his clothes and then i went in talked to the bank manager and killed her (laughs) so it's it's very fun to play it that way because you're just like i don't know like i know i have to do this thing but there's got to be a way to get in there without, I mean, you could like obviously brute force your way in and just go shoot her in the face somewhere, but it's more fun to try and like figure out what the game is trying to do without a waypoint. Yeah. And then I'll turn the waypoints on and go run through it again. I really do bad at games like that. Um, or the Witcher or Pokemon or like anything that requires you to go talk to like villagers and and like people and like get details and remember what's weird made up city they're talking about <laughs> and why you need to know that like all that shit just like i'm like i just want to hack and slash let me collect shit blow things up hack and slash like i just the storyline like i just i don't know man i don't have the patience it's it's fun when when a good run through a game is you killed one person instead of like i killed a hundred <laughs> and also the game makes it almost impossible to like if you want to go in with a machine gun and just murder the entire building good luck like it's very very difficult to do that that's just something i've tried to do multiple times like all those my fact finding missions well i'll just run around and murder everyone and just kind of get a layout of like okay there's guards here there's a locked door here that kind of stuff but yeah, it's sometimes it can be very frustrating, like looking for a key card or like a wrench for like 45 minutes. You're like, I just need the wrench so I can loosen this. Sounds like my life. <laughs> I'm trying to find where I put my wrench. <laughs> yeah. Hitman. Highly recommend. Uh, that's I think that's all the games I've like literally pulled up Game Pass to be like, what have I been playing? Yeah, I, I like Game Pass, but dude, my kids were not fucking using it. You know, I I just don't have time to play shitloads of games. You got here playing Destiny. I feel it. Yeah, um, when I when I have time, I'm just gonna do that. Although I have been playing Fall Guys with them whenever I can, just because all three of us can load in. Yeah. Um. Oh, and we we were playing Minecraft um this week, and I like. We would. My problem is we always go into these worlds, and my daughters are obsessed with creating new worlds. And I'm like, why don't you just write down where your town is and just go somewhere else in the world that you're in? Like, why do you have to keep creating? Like, all the shit that we work on is worthless now because you have 30 <laughs> fucking worlds and you never go back. So anyways, so I'm like, okay, my daughter, we're like going to play Minecraft. She's like, I don't want to use any other words. I'm just going to create a new one. And I'm just like, God, fucking damn. Okay, whatever. 
So like they start building their houses. I'm like, I'm not falling into this trap because I always try and build like a cool fucking house and it never gets finished because they just create a new world. So I was like, I'm just going to build shit by their houses for them. And so like I built like a lava waterfall for the first one. I'm like, oh, that's kind of cool. And then I built some like floating tree islands with a waterfall for the other one. I'm like, okay, I'm liking this. I'm liking this like floating like architecture like waterfall shit I have going on. <laughs> so then then one of them decided to build a different house and it was like on a mountainside. And I'm like, oh, I'll make a waterfall from the sky onto the mountainside. And then I just started like building it out and like different levels and lighting and all this shit. And I'm like, I really like this waterfall system. This is pretty rad. <laughs> there's a cool, I forget how to do it, but there's, there's a way that you can make cannons in that game that yeah. involves like, a waterfall essentially like a little oh, more really? like an aqueduct kind of thing like it's just like a like a little aqueduct i don't know um but one of my favorite things to do in that game is when somebody is building their house you dig a tunnel way far away from them and tunnel underneath their home then you replace all the blocks immediately under the floor with tnt <laughs> yeah <And> a lot <laughs> And then you build a cannon and just start unleashing hell on their place. And then it, it blows up in a spectacular fashion. <laughs> would, yeah. Would your kids cry if you did that to them? Yeah, like, yeah I couldn't out. I couldn't blow up their stuff. But I know that I know that that's that was basically the gist of the shenanigans in the ghost and Nessie Minecraft um, server that got abandoned because people kept blowing up their houses or filling them with water or you know whatever else or uh, you just um just fill it with tnt and hope that an accident happens at some point yeah and some blows up yeah i like that i like that a lot no it, I, you know man it, it's a fun it's a fun game like it you can have fun if you have the right people in it and just mess around and do stupid shit I like it as like a relaxing thing, like playing solo, not even worrying about it, just going there and zoning out for a while. Yeah. I mean, not to harp on the TNT thing, but the solo, what, what I would do is we would find caves and in creative mode, just like basically blast them open to be like enormous caves and then try and build like a castle underground and stuff like that. And, just make oh, that's cool. Isis kids love creative mode. Whenever I play Minecraft with them, they're just flying around with all the TNT in the world, trying to just like dig down to the bedrock and then fill it all the way back up with TNT just to see if they can crash the game when it all blows up. Oh, yeah. It's so much fun. You see the game go down to single digit frame rate, and then you go and check out what you've done. You're just like, I have created the biggest crater ever. I've. Basically, a uh, asteroid that killed the dinosaurs. This map. <laughs> yep, sounds right. I like it. I've also been playing Fall Guys. That's yeah, kind of Fall the, Guys. Uh, it, it's fun. It's like mindless fun. It's it's the D and D groups like so like half of them play Valorant and then the other half of us play um, Fall Guys when we don't have D and D because we're all just like ready to have a game on tuesday but we had back-to-back -back wins um my brother won and then i won the next one my younger brother oh yeah dude. My, my first crown nice this is so stupid because <laughs> there's but a you guy can't do anything with him now 
You the crowns used to be like currency, right? You oh, can't... I, I played it like when it came out, but then we've been playing recently. Yeah, they like redid the whole like currency structure when they went free to play, which is funny because my kids like I made them get it for the switch and my daughter had been playing on my PC forever. So like I logged in and she's like she's good at the game. So I logged in to her account, which is what I play on now. And I have all these like skins unlocked and like colors unlocked. And I think, dude, like she. She never spent any of her crowns like because that was where all the high end things were. You bought them with crowns back in the day. I think she has like 30 or 40 crowns sitting on that account. Like none of those wins are from me. What's that? They're all worthless now. Yeah, like I don't think that you can do anything with them. Yeah. That's such a bummer. Yeah. Um, It was very tense because there when I got my my single victory, there's a dude in front of me who jumped for the crown and missed. And then I jumped for the crown. Yeah. Oh, no. (laughs) Climb up the other side and jump and try again. There's like three people right on me, like as soon as I went to make that jump. But I got it. I snagged myself a chicken dinner. I've made it to we we uh we've done some some duo wins, but I don't I've never solo won anything. Um, but I've been to the final round quite a few times. But I like um I love that first round because you know there's a bunch of kids playing. Yeah. So like when you finish and you get to spectate other people and you're just like, what is this person even doing? And you just have to <laughs> yes. think that's probably like an eight or nine year old trying to get through this thing. Yeah. Although you, <laughs> you say that, person. dude, you say that. But my daughter is nine and the other one just turned seven and they both have taken W's in Fall Guys. Yeah, but, but you're their their dad, so they obviously you're like, okay, I, I've I've been around a video game or two in my time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I give them, I give them exposure. They know how to play. Yeah, my my kids have been playing uh, Mario Kart, which means mm-hmm. they have the auto drive and auto steer on, and then just yes. hold the controller upside down and yes. or down and go run around the house. So and Mario Mario Kart is really fucking smart for implementing that auto drive auto go shit like it really helped my youngest daughter because my oldest one was old enough to understand how to play Mario Kart and wanted to but the youngest was not there to do all the buttons and everything else and actually have a chance at winning so turning into motion steering and just like the game will keep you from going off the edge it'll drive for you just turn yeah and you don't turn and you don't even have to actually do that no no you really don't like you can set the controller down and it will finish the race for you yeah. yeah. Good job, Nintendo. Yep. It's like they knew what they were doing. <laughs> um, My Switch gets so little play these days. <laughs> I will. I, was it last Christmas? I think it was last Christmas. We bought my oldest one her own so the two kids could play together because the Switch was great, but they were always playing in handheld mode and then and then just passing it to each other. So we're like, okay, let's let's just get two so that they can sit next to each other on the sofa and play and game together and do that. That's did you get a switch light or just a regular one? 
I was actually, I was planning on getting the light and I don't remember why I didn't, but I initially, that was, that was my, that was my sell to, to Debbie was let's just get the cheaper one because they'll, you know, they always play in handheld mode anyways. Uh, I don't remember why, but there was something when I did my research, I was like, oh fuck, it's worth it to just buy the regular one. I mean, the light has the advantage of your joy cons will never come loose and start falling off and you won't accidentally like switch but also the disadvantage if your sticks go out it's part of the control like the console that was definitely part of it because they were going through the joy con thing and i like the um the one that cliff told me to get um one of the amazon brands they make really good joy cons yeah i remember that well then you get the case that holds the whole thing so you're just like it doesn't matter the joy cons aren't going to fall off yeah Yep. Good old yep. Switch. Yep. The Hades and Mario Kart game. <laughs> video uh, game. Yeah, I think that's all I got on video games. Yeah, me too. We I had two quick play. questions that we can get through. Ooh, let's do those. Uh, so Dropkick asks, uh, Yoohoo or Chocolate Milk? Ooh. You know, Chocolate Milk, I just don't have enough experience with Yoohoo to even make a qualified yeah. answer like on that one made with water yeah i've oh, never yeah. had any of those like yoohoo nesquik any of that kind of stuff like all my chocolate milk is experiences are from uh you know just buying chocolate milk at the store and honestly i prefer regular milk over chocolate milk so i'm pretty useless in this played. conversation what's what's awesome is um you get a milk frother you know for the coffee the little like spins around i don't know what what else but um found out when we got a milk frother that you just pour the chocolate syrup in dip that milk frother in turn it on boom instant chocolate milk you don't have to get the spoon out and stir it up nice little hack if you have a bunch of coffee stuff in your house i've been getting into coffee lately oh yeah do you are you doing french press or drip um, I'm using a Keurig. I'm by getting into coffee. Okay. I mean, I've been like buying <laughs> yeah. decent coffee. Not, not yeah. that into coffee, Derek. Settle down. <laughs> well, no, no, no. dude, I, just, I, I have the pod that like you fill up your own coffee into it. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I'm just saying, like, if you if he was getting into coffee, like a lot of times when people say that they're doing something besides like a regular coffee pot. So that's why I was asking. No, and I I buy coffee that I don't let anyone else drink. That's why I use the Keurig because I'm like I'm not making a whole pot of coffee right now. This is just yeah. for me because this coffee was not expensive, but it's still like I don't know. I forget how much it was. The fifteen. It's or 30 ex- it gets expensive, and like so oh, I. This is nice. another visual bit. This is um. The reason I got into coffee was because this company, Traction Coffee, did a collaboration with a BMX company that I like. So I bought it specifically for this mug and a shirt, and then the coffee was kind of just a bonus. And then I drank it and was like, oh, people like coffee because it tastes good, and I've just been drinking bad coffee my entire life. So, dude, like that's that I had that wake up call this past week when I was up north at my parents place. Um, My my stepdad is a wonderful person, but he very much like like 
is just slowly becoming the old, the old fucking white guy that lives in the woods and hates everyone. Um, get my folders out. Yeah, dude. So yes, so he has gone full circle from fucking like Folgers in the coffee pot to a fret and we brought up a French press and they're like, oh my God, it's so good. So then they start buying French press and whole bean coffee. And then he's like, I don't want to grind it. So then he started buying ground coffee for the French press, which is just a fucking bad idea. And then he went back to Folgers in the drip coffee coffee maker. And I'm just like, fucker. So anyways, the entire week we were up there, it was just shit fucking. It wasn't even Folgers. It was Kirkland <laughs> brand. But they buy they buy like the fucking 10 pound bag of coffee because they save like two dollars. So all the coffee is stale and gross because it's pre ground. So it's not even beans. It's pre ground, like fucking 10 pound bag that's been opened, you know, and it's two people drinking it. So it's been open for like a month and a half. Like it's going to taste like shit no matter what. And uh. so. So they're making coffee, dude, and I'm reluctantly drinking it because I am straight addicted. But it tasted like ass. And I'm like, this is why people fucking hate coffee, because it tastes like ass as I'm watching them pour creamer into it. And I'm like, and they have to have fucking creamer and sugar because it's shitty fucking coffee. OK, yeah, sorry. I was I was um, that was my introduction to black coffee was this just very dark roast. Um, what was it like? The flavoring was like nutmeg, vanilla and caramelized um caramelized something and i was like this is fantastic this is absolutely just amazing coffee i want to get a french press just because i want i don't want like rocket fuel coffee but i want to be able to mm -hmm. kind of have control over like how strong it is yep because that's the problem with like the keurig and like the drip stuff is like what are you going to pour coffee into your coffee maker and run it again so. Yeah, I think I, I think um, I would suggest buying an electric water pot for heating water because it cuts down like the whole boil shit on the stove uh, thing mm -hmm. uh, to like a minute, which or a minute or two, which is really nice actually. And then buying a nice French press. Um, we have some stainless steel ones that we use and it and like the real like hardcore coffee people, I will tell you, you don't even want boiling water like you want your water below boiling and then you put it on the coffee so it doesn't singe things. But I always find that you get lukewarm coffee at the end. You know, you let you let kind of warm water sit for five or five minutes, you know, or four minutes and uh it's not warm by the time you get it. So anyways, <laughs> having like a solid French press that keeps your fucking shit hot. So when you pour your coffee, it's still warm is. Yeah, I, I want to get that. Deal. Also, th yeah. this mug that I got, I can legit like pour hot, like super hot coffee in here, close the lid and come back in three hours and it's still hot. And it's still hot. Yeah, it's I cool when you have thing. a fucking thing like that. Yeah, dude. Yep. Um, Having a good mug like that is rad, and and it's works for cold shit too. Yeah, although I'm like very anal about this thing because it, I mean, look at that. It's got this cool logo on it, and it looks sick. And I'm just like, I, every, I tell everyone in the house, I'm like, don't don't wash my coffee cup. Oh yeah, don't, yeah, yeah. 
I'm like, if you use the rough side of a sponge, you're going to mess up the inside of my coffee cup. And <laughs> I don't sell it anymore. This is mine. But I even like, I have like a bunch of coffee stuff that I got from vans. Like I have like a ceramic, um, ceramic, like regular mug and a couple of like tumblers that I just got from them. But like the lids are terrible. So I've just been giving that stuff away. And like, yeah, the ceramic mug is now like in the bathroom as like, the rinse your mouth after you brush your teeth cup but yeah we my work is pretty good about giving us really shitty coffee mugs you know where like the lid doesn't close you know so it's yeah. like oh sweet here's this lid but if you knock it over it's still gonna spill everywhere or, yeah or like not we got it's like just thin plastic yeah 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 or, like or we got the we got stainless steel ones but the paint started flaking off right away I'm oh, like that's good. Yeah, this is super paint. Yeah, this is super great for me. I like this. Yeah. Yeah, I I love love this coffee mug and my friend just bought me some coffee and I don't even know what brand it was but I don't have the heart to tell her that it's not as good as the stuff that, that <laughs> Dude, I that I, that is the worst. I've bought uh I've purchased coffee before, you know, and it's like mid-range or maybe a little expensive and you bring it home and you make a cup and you're like, "Oh shit, it's not good." It's like buying expensive beer. Like you buy a four-pack of expensive beer and you bring it home, you crack the first one, you're like, "I don't want to drink the other three. Uh, but yeah, they were the 5 bucks a pop." <laughs> God. Well, and then she's like, "I ground it all up for you." And I was like, "God damn it." <laughs> I don't drink coffee that much. It's like every other day, every two days, I'll have like a cup or two like over the course of that. So I'm just like, man, I got to actually like drink this stuff before it starts to go stale. I'm very much like, I want one of those little like hand grinders that, so I can just oh. put my, my little tiny bit that I'll all, it's all I need for the day. Yeah. You know, grind it up on the spot. And it's, um, like back when I was smoking weed, I I loved like all the ritual parts of it mm -hmm. more than like actually smoking. That's not true. I just like the ritual parts too. Um, but I like the ritual of the coffee, right? Like going and grinding it up and doing all getting everything prepared. That I like that aspect. I would prefer that over somebody just bringing me coffee. I'd be like, oh, now I just I just drink it. I don't have like this break <laughs> to go like do stuff. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah. I like I get, it. Get all my supplies out. I but. I I don't mind doing making it, but I do mind walking downstairs in the morning and all of or both of my French presses are dirty. We drink a lot of fucking coffee in this house, so that happens quite a bit. Um, and then you're like, "Fuck, I'm tired and I want coffee, but I have to wash dishes first. <laughs> <laughs> dishes. I think dishes are probably the chore that I hate the most in life. Oh, folding laundry, dude. Yep. No, folding laundry, you can me. watch TV. See, like, yeah, I should do that, but I don't. Uh, I, I fucking hate folding laundry, especially kids' laundry. Like, yeah. I don't mind my stuff or my wife's stuff as much, but when the kids are little, the bigger they get, the better it is. But when they're really little, like, you can fit a lot of clothes in a hamper. If you have full, yeah. if you have full, full hamper, man. It's a lot of fucking folding. It's like 25 shirts in there. <laughs> like, well, and dude, I have two girls and they're they're similar enough in size that like who gets what I, shirt? Yeah, I'm like, you have to look at every fucking tag and I'm like, God damn it. Who's is this? Um, 
what changed my opinion a lot on laundry was so first off working at at the van store you know i fold a lot of stuff mm, yeah but we had those folding boards mm -hmm. it's not the kind where like you like flip stuff around it's just like a piece of plastic that you fold around it oh, okay. but I, I got one of those and was just like oh my gosh like the the ocd in me of being able to like open my drawer and have everything like perfectly folded and like stacked. And like, I can see all the designs on the front of every shirt and like, so you bought like, yourself fold stuff. a folding, like a folding board so you can properly fold your clothes. Yeah. They're all the same size. Like all my shirts when they're folded are exactly the same size and folded wow. perfectly. <laughs> so I will That's so literally like, I get, I have this like huge piece of cardboard that I got when I got a gigantic pane of glass for screen printing. Yeah. So I use that piece of cardboard. I will sit it on top of the hamper and then use that as a table to like just fold stuff. So I'm just sitting on the couch, like using the folding board and getting everything folded perfectly. Just, oh, it's, it makes my soul feel good. And then yeah, learning I... when to backfold stuff. Like if the design is big on the back, flip the shirt over and fold it so the back design is showing and i'm just like oh i love this all oh, my stuff looks so nice i like my that dude. two are like stack of black shirts stack of white shirts open up the next drawer here's all of my color stuff like very anal about it also um i my closet is now just a shoe rack and it has been driving me crazy because every time I show someone a picture of this, they go, do you not have clothes? I'm like, do you <laughs> not have a dresser? Like, who are you? The, all your clothes <laughs> go into the closet. You hang every single shirt. I was like, man, the, the, the neckline of all your shirts must be atrocious. But I digress. I'm up to 85, 86 pairs of shoes now. Oh, dude. That's insane. But you worked at a shoe store. Yeah. So all those shoes are either half off or most of them were 70% off. Yeah. So I'm paying like $25 for a pair of shoes. And then like I get sad just like, well, I have two jobs and I work at a shoe store. I'm going to spend 25 bucks and buy some shoes. And I think I only have like two or three pairs that I haven't worn ever. Just because I'm like, I don't have like a good outfit for this. <laughs> I've, I like it. I've become one of those people that's like the hat, the shirt, and the shoes are like all the exact same color. Kind of one of those people. How do I send this to Discord? There we go. Let's go into Bads 2.0. Because I couldn't figure out how to get it to our own specific <laughs> thing. Yeah, it's a lot of shoes. I like it, though. And that was taken, like all those shoe boxes on the bottom, there's just shoes there now. That entire bottom area is all shoes. <laughs> I'm almost out of space in my shoe rack. Also, though, yeah. I will never have to buy a new pair of skate shoes ever in my life as long as I yeah, keep Yeah, you like, have a lot of fucking, and Unless you get pregnant and your feet swell. Yeah, that's true. I do. Mm -hmm. I am expecting this baby to come out eventually. I've been pregnant I'm, for the last 20 years. I'm just saying, man, like you got to think of those things. But yeah, <laughs> or if I, so I have like small feet. So if I end up with somebody who has average size <laughs> shoes for a, a woman, be like, oh, 
awesome. Don't don't mess up my shoes. Don't mess up my shoes. Dude, I have I like, like all the shoe cleaner. Like there's all like the the sprays and stuff that go on. Um, you you the, really go through yeah, that that level? I I spray all of my shoes and I have the um, gel cleaner to like clean the rubber on the outside. So like the white even. Yeah, I will go like ride BMX in my shoes and scuff them up at the skate park and then come home and clean them. And they're like, they look brand new still. I had a roommate. Uh, I, have a, I had a roommate when we were living in Minneapolis that did that. Like he was really into white shoes. Um, you know, he's like a big hip hop head. So like he had his white Adidas and stuff like that. And he was fucking constantly um, cleaning them. What was the other brand? Maybe start with a P. Is it Pele? Maybe I don't remember. Puma? No, it wasn't know. Puma. It was some other some other big shoe brand for hip hop kids in the early two thousands. I mean, white shoes are very much a like situational thing. You're like, okay, it goes with the outfit, but am I going to be walking through dirt? Like, you know, if I'm going anywhere except for like downtown, I'm not wearing white shoes. Yeah, not, not I like white shoes, but I will never buy a pair. Like I'll, I'll buy a pair of running shoes that are white because I'm just going to destroy them. But yeah, it becomes this thing. I was talking to my brother where it's like when you don't have a lot of shoes, your shoes are either like black or brown or gray or something like that. You have like very basic colors. And then as you start getting more, you start getting like all the crazy colors of shoes. Like I have red shoes and blue and all this stuff. And then you don't ever wear your black or black or gray or brown shoes anymore because you're like unless it goes with the outfit i'm not gonna wear that like i want to try and wear these like crazy colorful ones to match the rest of the outfit or maybe you don't think about how you look that much and i'm just a weirdo no i I definitely but i'm definitely of the color mentality if i can have colored on my shoes or any of my clothing yeah hats whatever but that's more like an art thing i think yeah aesthetics all right, I think we're we're uh, I think Rob's falling asleep. Getting there, close. We got one more question. This one's okay. specifically for Ben. So it is a question from Hammer Crasher asking. Uh, he says, "I believe I heard you on another podcast talking about getting into BMX. Are you still doing that?" He's been uh, on a twenty inch for twenty eight years now, and says there's not much that can compare to f- the feeling of flying around on two wheels. So you still doing your BMX stuff? I am. Um, not as much because just working all the time, like when my kids are at their mom's house, I am working. And when they're at my house, I'm just watching them. So I don't have a lot of free time, but when I do, I do still ride. I have a, a Sunday discovery frame, which is my, my park and street bike you know got the animal forks on it and a bunch of shadow parts this i know you guys have no idea what i'm saying this is specifically for no but he does so yeah and then i have the bsd revolution hub in the back which i used to stand on my soapbox about how great that hub was until it stopped working on me i go to pedal and it doesn't engage so it engages if you pedal really hard, but if you don't pedal like hard enough for it to engage, you're going to hit your knee into your stem, and yeah. that sucks. It's kind of so, important to have a have a functioning hub on a bike. But it's so sick because like 
you know, a regular hub is like a, a ratchet system and that's how it works. So when you're going backwards, it's always engaged. So you have to backpedal. And then you have a free coaster, which is like a clutch system. So you backpedal to disengage the clutch and then you can roll backwards and not have to backpedal. But when you pedal forward, there's like a quarter of a crank before it engages. This is a weird planetary clutch system. So it, when you're going backwards, I don't have to backpedal. And then when I pedal forward, there's not that quarter crank engagement period. So it's just like immediately like I have pedal pressure so I can still do like tricks that require pedal pressure if I'm going forward and then I can just free coast backwards. But the lock nuts on the hub keep coming loose and that's why it's not engaging properly. And I tried to fix it like twice already and it just keeps, it'll work for like the rest of the day and then the next day it doesn't work anymore. So I have to actually send it in, which means I have to tear down the wheel because I didn't buy a complete wheel from them. I just bought the hub. So I have to tear that down and go back to a cassette for a while. And then my other bike is a Colt Corey Walsh frame. That's for dirt jumping. It's got a very long back end, 21, 21.25 head tube and like a 14 inch rear end versus the Discovery, which is like a 13.25. I know that like three quarters of an inch doesn't sound like a lot, but it makes an extreme difference in how the bike feels. Like when it's short, you can pull back really fast and like the balance point is not as far back. You don't have to throw your weight super far back to get it to come up. So bunny hops are really easy, but it just feels like you're going to die when you're going off a jump with it. <laughs> so I, that's why I have a different bike for doing dirt jumps. Cause I can really like hang off the back and pull and I'm not going to land on my back. Geometry makes a difference. Mm -hmm. I, uh, I actually have a fun little bike story. Um, so, I don't know, maybe like last year sometime, my derailleur got a little bit fucked up and I had some gears skipping. And I was like, how fucking hard can this be? And so, yeah, Ben's laughing <laughs> I'm already. I fix a derailleur. <laughs> so, so I, uh, I, watched, I watched a Park Tool video because Park Tool makes some fucking epic videos if you want to be your own mechanic. Dude, that dude with the mustache in yes. all the park tool videos. <laughs> yes, he's amazing. You want to uh, fix your derailleur? He's like so yeah. serious. <laughs> totally. <laughs> uh, so I go and I spend probably like an hour um, till I just get frustrated and fucking give up and bring it to the bike shop and they fix it. And, you know, every time they fixed it, they're like, oh, it's just a minor tweak. No big deal. You know, like, don't even pay us. I'm just like, you motherfuckers. I sat there for like an hour fucking with that thing. So it happened again uh, with with uh, H right before we were going to do our big bike race, like in, in late March when I was doing test rides. I was like, my gear's skipping. And uh, I was like, well, this time I watched the Park Tool video again, got my understanding, got my bearings back. I'm like, fuck it. I can do this. Like, I just, I was frustrated before. Like, I'm I'm just going to be very scientific about my approach this time so i brought down um some to write on and i wrote down every adjustment that i made and i'm like i'm gonna fucking get this derailleur like so i do like quarter of a turn counterclockwise eighth of a turn counterclockwise like just fucking being super meticulous about every adjustment i'm making so i can always reset back to zero 
you know, and I did that for like 45 minutes and I could not fucking get it to work. And I was so pissed, dude. I'm like, this is so fucked up. Like I'm watching the video. I'm like, I do not fucking understand this. Bring it in. They're like, oh, minor adjustment. Totally. No problem. You don't even have to pay us. I'm like, fuck you guys. So, so, so I went and did the race. The derailleur was not fixed because I didn't have the right tires and cassette on when they did it. And so that's a whole nother story anyways. So that problem was still there. So I was like, I'm not fucking with the derailleur this time. I'm just bringing in both sets of wheels. And, you know, I'm like, guys, like, it's the same cassette between the two wheels. The hubs are about the same. Like you should be able, like the idea was when I built this that I can swap wheels without messing with the derailleur. Like that was the goal behind this build. So I can have like a smooth wheel and a grippy wheel, like depending on what I'm riding. So I bring it in and of course the guy's like, oh, super easy fix. You can come pick up the bike. I'm like, okay, I gotta ask. I'm like, my theory was that you messed with the H screw because it was my higher gears that were jumping. And he's like, actually, he's like the older derailers had H screws and L screws. He's like, yours does not. He's he's and he like start going in. I'm like, motherfucker. I was watching the park tool video for a derailleur that was totally <laughs> not like mine. And he, he goes to tell me that the screws that I'm turning are actually doing the opposite of what I think they are. And when I was turning the H screw, I was actually turning the L screw. So it was adjusting for the different part of the cassette. And so like this whole <laughs> these two times that I failed. It was because the video was telling me to turn the wrong screw because I just assumed that the derailers were all similar enough. You know, they say in the video, like, this is probably how yours is set up. Nope, not how mine was set up. Is, so. is your bike a, a one by or, or do you have like multiple gears in the front? No, it's a single in the front and then nice. cassette in the back. Yep. Yeah, I, I do not like I, I get why, um, you know, two and three by drivetrains are cool but at the same time like who wants to do that maintenance yeah yeah i'm both my fat bike and my gravel bike are that way single single up front what i love was um you know seth's bike hacks the like mountain bike youtuber i haven't seen it you should check him out he's makes a lot of like really fun like videos where he'll he does a lot of like maintenance stuff or he'll do like just dumb dumb stuff but he um made one of his bikes a single speed and he was like the best part about a single speed is you never have to worry about being in the right gear because you're never <laughs> here you're never in the right gear uh like, my i love that uh, i it was there was one time where i commuted to work on my buddy's bike um because i did not have access to my car my bike rack and he had a bunch of bikes in his garage he's like dude just take the single speed he's like well just go into work you can just ride my single speed i'm like okay no big deal fuck dude like riding yeah riding the single speed up some of those fucking hills because we basically like go from saint paul to minneapolis and minneapolis is the mississippi river so you like you're going from hills down to a riverbed and then back out of it and like so having a single speed and climbing like hills and like being in an urban environment i'm just like no fuck this man like i want my gears dude or going downhill and you're like pedaling as fast as you can and nothing is happening yeah yeah, yeah. like you can't even, that was the other thing like when we went down the big downhills like you can't max out like yeah yeah your bike goes as fast as inertia will allow you to yeah yeah exactly yep no i i respect people that do single speeds there's people that 
that race single speeds that are fucking insane. Uh, it's not for me. I, I mean, dirt I like, bumpers. That's that's like obviously you're just going downhill the whole time. So who cares? Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. bikes are crazy. There's so many different types of them, which is weird to me. I'm doing. All right, we'll get off bikes after I say this. Uh, I'm doing my first mountain biking excursion tomorrow after work. Oh yeah, so, you do it. Yeah, mountain biking have- scares the hell out of me. Like people will be like, I'll talk to mountain bikers. Wow, dude, I could never ride BMX. That seems so scary. I'm like, you guys ride over rocks and roots all the time. Like if you crash, there could be just like a rock that stabs you. I was like, uh, or <laughs> trees everywhere. Yeah. I was yeah. like, dude, we should, everything we ride is super smooth and we can see it from a mile away. Like, yeah, yeah we have we'll shots, see. But... We'll see how it goes. There's um, there's a lot of fucking trails in the metro. Um, so we're going to we're just going to go keep it chill. See, see how I like it. There's um, a company that's making full suspension BMX bikes now. Well, kind of you have to send them a, a frame and they'll chop it up. Uh, they're called fingers crossed, but look that up. It's actually really cool because they can take them on like mountain bike trails. Oh, that'd be cool. Yeah. Oh, funny. You put work, a, rear suspension. You put a picture of the park tool guy. Yeah, that's great. <laughs> that's great. Okay, boys. Uh, this is going to be one of two nights that I get sleep for the next seven. Uh, because I found out today, being on call, I have to be up at uh, 1 a.m. and 4.30 a.m. Uh, a couple days this week to run Ooh. jobs and then also work for a shift. So I will not get a full night's sleep. So let's add yeah, some music. Hasselhoff up to his kennel to go to bed. Yeah. Too. <laughs> I think his new name is going to be Hasselhoff. Uh, <laughs> let's add some fucking music. Ben, what does Ben have for the playlist today? Rob, you want to just read it? No, I'm just um, I've been obsessed with um, Y'alternative covers, which is just like pop punk and emo songs done in country style. Oh, my God. <laughs> so my pick is Fat Lip Country Version by Alex Melton. So it's the Sum 41 song, Fat Lip. I'm intrigued to listen to this. I it's, am it's too. Actually, good. Okay. Like, I'm not gonna lie. I, I I was like, wow, he does this really well. Um, the better one that is not on Spotify is um, a day to remember. That one's very good. Yeah, it's sad when they don't have the good covers. Yeah, it's only on YouTube. Um, I'm going to the wrong drive. Admiral Nips, while I pull up my. Shit, what do you got for me? Well, I was going to put a good song on, and then we got talking about Hasselhoff, so I'm going to put Looking for Freedom by David Hasselhoff on the playlist. damn it. (laughs) But we want people... on there. (laughs) We want people to, like, enjoy our playlist. I mean, that song is... Well, it's awful, but... The music video is pretty hilarious. Um, and it doesn't help us at all. <laughs> but I, I don't know. In the right move, it's catchy. But uh, also, you can always just right-click something and say mute song on a Spotify playlist, and you never have to hear it again. All right, all right, all right. 
You did this. You did this to yourself by calling my dog David Hasselhoff. Um. Hmm. I don't know about that, but okay. <laughs> um. Let's see. Why don't we do? I just I don't even fucking know. Uh let's do Wax Taylor and Ghostface Killer worldwide. I'm intrigued I'm to listen. Currently to listening to this fat lip country cover. <laughs> <laughs> I've been on a weird country kick lately. Uh, um, there are people that can help you. I don't, I don't, I don't need help. Mm-hmm. I want to, yep, I want to be here. Look, I live in the South. Okay. I got to be, be able to have something in common with country people. Why? You know, instead of listening to country music, have you thought about just sleeping with your cousin? Because that's a little bit more acceptable here than uh country music. Yeah. They're all like in LA or Ohio. So, you know. No, yeah, you can't do that. They definitely have to be living next door or across the outhouse. <laughs> um, sweet. Well, uh, Ben, thank you for coming on the show tonight, buddy. Thank you for having me. Mm-hmm. Uh, the only thing I have to plug is again my Instagram, which is Debt Ben Malone. Check it out. The artwork is amazing. Yeah, the artwork is red. Post it. Throw it in. Um. The potato thumbs channel or i will if i remember uh but it is pretty rad people what, should check it out this in? Uh, right above where we are right now yeah yeah it just where it says potato thumbs um i'll link it from my phone so i can actually put a link in yeah i don't actually know that it matters i just I always tell people put stuff there because it gets lost in general I don't okay. know how to share my own Instagram. <laughs> I can share it. Okay. All right, guys. Um, Rob, I know that it's very important for you to plug stuff. So why don't you plug all your stuff before we end the show? Uh, yeah, I have got uh, one bird here for you and a second one there. Uh, come to the Hurdle channel and uh, mock Fluffy for missing songs that are easy every day Mm, yes yes that happens i was dude i was in such a mood this morning i failed everything (laughs) i failed i failed guess the game framed and hurdled and i posted none of them (laughs) (laughs) it's just so angry (laughs) i was just like fuck this i am out (laughs) yeah so cool cool that's really weird. I got then I got that you shared something, but I totally don't see it. Oh, I deleted it because it looked really weird. I was like, oh, I don't okay. understand why this is doing. If this. you want to learn a lesson from uh, our good friend Gator over at Guardian Downcast, don't always click sketchy links uh, in Discord because mm, bad things yes. might happen to you. Yes. I like how trying to view stuff on Instagram on a PC is just like ridiculous. Yeah, they really made it difficult on purpose. Oh, and I can't um, even scroll. I'm locked now. Cool. Yeah, that's silly. Okay, I'm going to bed, boys. Yeah, that was same. fun though. 
Same. Thank you, Ben. It was a great time. Thank you for having me again. It's always fun being on this podcast. My brain is oh. dying. <laughs> Thanks, sir. Two unrelated things. Not my brain dying from being on the podcast. I'm just tired. It's <laughs> yeah, okay. Pod- it is. <laughs> this podcast is so fun. Uh, my brain is being dead. <laughs> no, I, I just. Are we are we still recording? Uh, now we're not. <laughs>